as God intended. Let's go. For Healing Radio, where pharmaceuticals are not medicine, but love always is. Thank you so much for listening in today. We are so grateful for all of your love, all of your support. Uh, as you may know by now, I'm Dr. H, and make sure you listen in with me and all my healing homies, Dr. Nicola Burnett. Oh, excuse me. I, I shouldn't say that. She's like, I'm not a doctor. Well, she's smart enough to be one, let me tell you, and beyond. Uh, Dr. Jana Schmidt, and of course, Dr. Brian Artis, my brother. Um, we're on Mondays through Fridays, 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific, right here on the America Out Loud Talk Radio Network and via recorded podcasts at AmericaOutloud.com, uh, which you can find on the iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Pandora networks as well. Uh, just download America Out Loud phone app for Apple, Android, or Alexa and listen and at your leisure. So Looking for Healing Radio is sponsored by GlobalHealing.com, simply the finest, most potent, most effective natural medicines in the world today. Feel the difference in integrity and love for medicine making can make for you go to globalhealing.com and enter promo code out loud all one word to discover the medicine god intended for us all get incredible deals and find global healing and all of the wonderful america out loud sponsors at americaoutloud.shop go to that page on the america out loud platform so healers we have a great great show for you today and we're super excited about this um you know i'm really really incredibly excited about looking for healing radio because i i originally wanted energetic health radio that we have on the weekends to be about it but energetic health radio just kind of spawned into this uh, incredible thing where we're talking not just about natural medicine, we're talking about the relevant issues of our time too. So I'm really grateful um, to have that platform for that, but I want to keep looking for healing radio, just focused on natural medicine at all times and really give you this, this incredible power to heal that your body possesses that God put within you. So today we're going to be talking about some often overlooked and taken for granted <laughs> things that are very, very essential to healing, um, things like clean air and clean water. In fact, <clears throat> as we go through the segments, what I'm going to do is uh, I'm going to talk with you about how to clean the air in your home. All right, and make it medicinal for you so that every moment you're in your home, you are every breath you take. All right, I feel like I'm in a sting or song of the police. Every breath you take, right? You know. Uh, that was really bad. Please don't sue me, Sting. Um, and, you know, I think what you want to do is make sure that you have control over your air. So we're going to talk about that in the next segment. And then in the last segment today, we're going to be talking about something that is super exciting for me. Uh, I've been searching for over a decade on how to make the best recommendation for uh, clean water for everyone that I'm working with, especially students and all the teaching we do, because it's such an important topic. And it's so difficult to clean. Um, it's so, so you, you know, I've, I've purchased, I've spent thousands of dollars every year on cleaning devices, on, on bottled water, on different types of bottled water, testing the water out, seeing what's going on in there. And we've never gotten to a good, really good solution that's also super affordable until today. 
just last Thursday, I think we had a major breakthrough with the help of Dr. Ed Group giving some incredible guidance. I'm going to share with you what we're doing, what I'm doing now moving forward, because I can feel the difference in my water. And I've never had that before. Um, and I get excited to wake up and drink my first morning water <laughs> every single morning now. And so we're going to take you through that whole incredible process. We're going to be sharing more and more about that with you as the weeks and, and months come on, because uh, we're testing a whole bunch of different water filtration systems. We're testing, um, you know, structuring devices. We're testing, uh, you know, uh, everything that we can so that we can say, hey, this is the best that we know of today to do for you with water. And that's going to be published through the Energetic Health Institute in collaboration with a few really incredible partners uh, that we're going to be working with on that. So that we're hoping to have ready for you in that announcement in August. Uh, we should be able to hit that milestone. But until then, I want to start sharing with you. I don't want to wait on something this important. We have to get control of our air and we have to get control of our water. And of course, um, get into control of our food as well. And we get into control of those things and so many of the major variables that lead to disease formation just vanish just absolutely vanish. And now we don't have to live our life in fear of what any, any global Nazi superpower that wants us to own nothing and you will be happy, Klaus. Uh, we don't have to worry about those kind of psychopaths, um, you know, coming in and messing with us uh, when we're in control. All right, little Janet Jackson, shout out right there to control. I think we're going to be having some little, some little music cameos today. I'm feeling summer. And this beautiful first day of summer, I'm feeling summery and I'm feeling like it's time to be out listening to some concerts out in the great, great outdoors and amphitheaters and going to rivers and beaches and mountains and lakes and just getting out in God's grandeur and saying, what is up, right? What is up, y'all? So uh, just some great stuff that we're going to be talking about today, uh, really going to take our time. I wanna, I'm going to talk a little bit about plasmids in the last segment as to why we want to really filter our water and, and what that means. Um, been doing some great work with uh, uh, John O'Otto. We've put together a, a huge um, video presentation on uh, plasmids, just like the one we did on pseudouridine a few months ago. Uh, so you'll hear me talking a lot more about that in the coming months. This is this is the topic right now of this time, and you know that's why for me I'm just not interested in anything that has anything to do anything that doesn't have something to do with uh, helping people heal, um, pursuing justice, and making sure that this this nightmare uh, that we've been thrust into um, never happens again and doesn't get any worse. I think that's a little caveat we have to start adding in because it can get worse if we become apathetic and just go, oh, well, you know, that that's, it's accepted. It's accepted. Evil is now an accepted thing on our planet. No, not on my watch. Not while I'm here. I can tell you that. So uh, starting out though today, I, I wanted to start our conversation really with a conversation about um, another very important essential, right? There's some healing essentials, right? And then we all run to the, to the supplement. What can I buy? What can I buy? What can I buy? <laughs> you know, we all run to the supplements. Oh my God, this supplement is going to do it. This supplement is going to do it. Oh, this supplement, oh, this herb. And it's like, well, hold on a second. You know, I think we have to, I think we have to get to some fundamental understandings here. You know, um, number one, and the first major understanding is we enter in this wonderful conversation about God, 
is you are a being of light. And we are all beings of light. We forget that. We're beings of light having a human experience. But we are really what God intended us to be, beings of light. It's just this wonderful body we've been given carries us around, carries us around into this existence. And we're going to have to give this body back at some point. It's awesome, but we're going to have to give it back. But it doesn't change what we are as a being of light. Now, when you remember that you're a being of light, life has a tendency to start getting a little easier. Life has a tendency to get, you know, hey, it's not so, there's no problem that's insurmountable. You understand that, you know, time doesn't really exist. And, you know, this is a gift. This is a gift, this experience, these wonderful, delicious flavors we have when we have a great meal, the hugs that we get to enjoy with people that we love. These are all gifts. These are gifts, and this body gives us a chance to feel something in a profound way, and it's an incredible experience for us. When we go through all of this and you understand you're a being of light, then what you understand you're really doing is you're caring for a gift that's been given to you, the gift of your body, for sure. And most importantly, I think the gifts that God has given us and what I'm working on right now, folks, is, um, is really an, an expression of natural philosophy. And we've had some great authors um, and great healers, uh, people of God, you know, and we say healer. Remember, healer is he who restores God's divine order. We've had these people throughout history. You know, I think we start with, um, you know, we start with, oh, we start with the, the best of, of all. We start with Jesus, right? I mean, you, you look at Jesus's life and what, what a, you know, I, I, I just, what a son of God, <laughs> you know, the son of God, right? Let's make sure I don't, I don't want to be disrespectful in any way. And please know that that's not, I have the highest reverence and love for Jesus, you know, and I, I just, I went through a period where I, I questioned his existence and I'm ashamed of myself to even say that, you know? Um, but you, you look at his life and the absolute conviction he has throughout and the expression of truth. The, one of my favorite things, the fasting in the desert for 40 days and 40 nights, you know, where he's faced with the challenges of Satan and, and refuses, you know? And it's like, yeah, there you go. You know, at his weakest moment, he still was stronger than Satan. <laughs> you just go, I get it. <laughs> I get it. Um, you know, you go in and then you get the folks that are now mere mortals, you know, us, you know, that come in and we, we have an understanding of certain things that we've been blessed to come into the understanding of. Samuel Hahnemann comes to mind with uh, homeopathy and the organon and his writings there. So what I'm doing right now is writing on natural medicine a lot and the philosophy and the foundation, and especially as we are updating it to deal with the new era of genetic infection bioweapons that has been opened up this, uh, as Dartmouth University has, has termed it, uh, World War III um, warfare. Um, 
you know, I think it's important that we have people who are deeply devoted to God, and I am a friend of God above all, um, that we have people who are deeply devoted to God um, and have an incredible expertise in <clears throat> a topic like natural medicine, really the only medicine that exists, that we're the ones that define what natural medicine is, not people who are trained by the cult of Asclepius and not the people who are still infected with their own uh, insecurities um, and own egos and own, you know, intentions of greed. You know, that's not what this medicine is about. You see, <clears throat> with this medicine, at the end of the day, all that matters is the people who come to us get better. That's it. You can talk all you want about fame and fortune. You can talk all you want about esoteric principles and scientific explorations and all that. You can talk about all that. It doesn't mean a damn thing unless the people that you're working with get better off of what you're saying. All the, you know, I love Mike Tyson's quote on this thing. It's relevant when you're talking about a healing process. Everybody's got a plan until they get punched in the face, right? You know, and that's what a disease process can be for a lot of people is a punch in the face. You know, and now you got to now you got to get in there and fight. Now you got to get in there and figure some things out. So you better bring the best, <laughs> the best you can bring, the best essential, and that best essential is God. You know, God has given us three fantastic gifts. I mean, just wonderful, brilliant, beautiful gifts. God has given us first of all the gift of existence. Right? <laughs> Hello, being of light, you exist. God has given us the gift of free will. Well, that means that when, he, when God gave us that, God said, you create a problem, you figure it out. People go, well, how could, if, if God exists, why is there so much, so many bad things on this planet? Because humans made that, not God. And what God does is give us the freedom to do that and then solve that decide if that's what we really want. If we really want, we keep doing more of it. And that's been really the sad thing for most of us seeing is that so many people are okay with horrific things. But God gave us the ability to solve that too. That's free will. And the third thing that God gave us, which is just absolutely beautiful, is this divine design, how everything works together, how your body is encoded. God lives in every single cell of your body and has put the code of all healing in your body. It exists within you. And he's done this for the entire universe. Everything that we know, everything that we can see, feel, touch, taste, all of it, it's all a part of this divine design. And what's so wonderful is we're immersed in this medium that is constantly perceiving our frequency that we output. And we call that frequency emotion. What we put out universe, God's universe, is prepared to act upon. So you put out anger and wanting to fight, like I do a lot, not, not so much the anger anymore, but the wanting to fight. And what does God, what does God's universe bring me? Opportunities to fight. I put out love and a desire for love. And what does God's universe bring me? Opportunities for love. Whatever you put out in your frequency and your emotional output is what the universe, God's universe, is going to bring back to you. And I hope last week was able the universe. Well, yeah, okay. Let's be clear. God's universe is going to bring back to you because it loves you. 
It wants you to have whatever experience you want. And how does it know what experience you want by the frequency, the emotion that you output? It is completely malleable, completely responsive to you and to I, to everyone. And it's going to give us what we want. We want Armageddon. We're going to get Armageddon. We want utopia and God's vision of utopia, God's hope for our vision for utopia. We're going to get that. But we have to be very clear on what we want or else God's universe can't be very clear on what we are going to get back. And that's why I say, you know, healing comes down to what you believe in, healers. It comes down to your faith in God, your belief that you will heal. And this is why I say you get 15 minutes of unadulterated bitching every day. That's fine. But the other 23 hours and 45 minutes, you got to be about healing. And that means you got to be about communion with our Father and the love that is emanating from our Father at all times. You get into that, now you have that key essential that's going to launch the cascade of healing events that's going to take you where you want to go because you're being very clear with the universe, God's universe, of what you want. So it can be very clear about what you are going to get because you always get what you want. So let's uh, take a short break here. Um, encourage everybody to go to Looking for Healing show page on the AmericaOutloud.com uh, a website. Uh, check us out there. You can fill out a audience question, a form, and we, every Friday, we will take a question or two from you because this show is for you. And this show is always about you. We want you to learn the medicine that God intended for us all. After the break, we'll be right back with more cleaning the air now. Ooh, fun, fun topic, right? How we can clean the air in our homes. So stay tuned and we'll be right back with more Looking for Healing Radio right after these messages. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. The Wellness Company's chief medical board designed every supplement and medical protocol with your health in mind. From groundbreaking supplements like the Spike Support Formula to unique care like Freedom from Big Pharma. Join a healthcare system that puts your health and well-being above the interest of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be, with a company that shares your values. Go to outloudcare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. Trouble concentrating or recalling information is frustrating, embarrassing, and kills productivity. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created Focus and Recall to boost your brain power. And unlike other supplements that don't work, Focus and Recall is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients to help you immediately sharpen focus and strengthen recall. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code out loud. We know you love the versatility and portability of the Genesis Fogger, but sometimes you just want to set it and forget it. Well, we heard you. Introducing the UX4 HOCL Atomizer. This stationary unit quietly protects you and is perfect for smaller spaces. With over a quarter million units sold in Japan, 
it's now available in the United States. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to see the UX4 in action and receive a 15% discount on either Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything. All right, healers, welcome back. Looking for Healing Radio is also sponsored by the Energetic Health Institute, an amazing school for amazing students, right? Just like you. Uh, why do I say that? Because we want to make sure we stop being patients and start being students. We don't want to be people who endure suffering and misery. Okay, that's what a patient literally means. We want to be students, people who aspire, aspire to be a better version of ourselves and show other people the joy in doing that for themselves too. The best way to be free is to be healthy. So learn how at energetichealthinstitute.org, holistic nutrition, fasting, detoxification, art of cellular healing, and so, so much more. In fact, we just opened up the art of cellular healing certification that's going to start on August 1st. So if you know somebody who is moderately to severely injured by the damn shots and you want some guidance and be able to work with me directly, uh, work with the folks that I've been training for the last six months uh, and who've been healing themselves. Uh, come on in, uh, go to go to energetichealthinstitute.org and look up the Art of Cellular Healing certification and sign up for it today. We'd love to have you. Uh, now, folks, you might hear that my voice is a little different, right? My voice doesn't sound as tired, doesn't sound as as strained as it was, you know, in maybe the last couple of episodes coming in, you have to go back and kind of listen in because the voice is always going to give us heart energy, you know, where our heart energy is at. And for a couple of weeks prior, uh, I was just doing a deep, deep dive into plasmids and plasmid research and looking at the absolute core of what this genetic infecting technology is. I mean, it is every bit what the Nazis were doing uh, in Auschwitz and uh, Buchenwald, and I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly, um, you know, and these extermination camps. See, this is the thing that a lot of people don't re- know about the history or, or haven't really investigated deeply about the history of what the Nazis were doing. The Nazis had concentration camps. Concentration camps were work camps, you know, where, of course, many people died horrifically and were treated horribly. Um, but they were for slave labor, essentially. So that was a concentration camp. But they also had extermination camps. And that's where when you went there, you didn't leave. What where they were doing at the extermination camps, and you can go and read um, Dr. Or Dr. Uh, President Eisenhower's uh, accounts, personal accounts there. You can go and read General Patton's accounts. Um, there and and other of our allied troops accounts of when they arrived on these scenes, uh, what you find is that the Nazis were studying, you guessed it, uh, a variety of things using human experimentation, forced human experimentation. Well, some of the things they were studying were vaccinations, where they were killing people left and right with because they wanted to have an effective way to control and kill people. Uh, They were studying mind control. They were studying mutilation. They were studying occult rituals. Uh, There are plenty of accounts of human tissue being used to skin as lampshades and shrunken heads and all kinds of crazy stuff that they were doing amidst all the horrors of the ovens and the Zyklon B and just the darkness of that. And then, of course, we brought these Nazi scientists instead of exterminating them like we should have at the end of World War II and destroying all of that and sending a resounding no out into the universe. We 
instead through Dulles, um, for whom the Washington DC airport is named, brought all these evil people into the CIA and into NASA and all these other places and started funding them heavily to continue their research, you know, MK ultra and how to poison the water. And, you know, and I can keep going now one day I'll, I'll take you through this on, on energetic health radio, whole timeline of this horrible stuff. But the point uh, with that is that they know very much how to pollute the air and they know very much now how to pollute water. And what they're getting really good at is polluting the food supply, which they've been doing for the last 40 plus years as well. So it means taking control of our water and taking control of our food and especially taking control of our air where we can is really a paramount thing to do. Now, when we get into um, all of this, you know, one of the things that was really interesting is not everything that comes out of NASA is, is horrible. A lot of it is, but not everything is. And uh, one of the things that came out, um, I'm looking up air filters right now. Uh, please forgive me if you're hearing a little typing in the background. Uh, what One of the things that came out of it was that the best air filters are actually plants. And NASA has studied this. Um, one of my favorite um, studies that came out of it was that... Uh, Pothos, which are is it's called devil's ivy. I can't stand that name, so I call it pothos. But there's they're the they're the vines that the hanging plants with the nice beautiful uh, leaf. It looks like a spade, you know, and uh, and it's and they're just great green leaves. They clean the air magnificently. Um, NASA study also found that spider plants uh, clean the uh, clean the air beautifully well, you know. And so one of the things I've been doing in my um, living areas for 25 years now is making sure I have these two plants all over the house. And what's so cool is once you get one, you can actually clip them and make more. You can just clip, take the babies off the spiders and you can clip the, um, the um, stems with the leaves on them and, uh, and then put them into water and they'll grow new roots. The stem cells will grow new roots and now you can have more plants. So I have right now about 25 plants in my house with spiders and, um, and, uh, and pothos combined all over the house. And they all pretty much came from one plant, which is pretty cool, right? Saves you a lot of money and you get a whole lot of air purification. Um, I have a couple other houses where that I've left the, um, uh, that I've left, but I left, I left the plants for the people who've moved in, who promised they would take really good care of them. And, uh, you know, we're talking incredible, absolutely incredible, you know, air purification so that when you come in a house, it smells clean. It feels clean. You know what I'm talking about? When you walk into some people's house and it just feels ugh, like there's mold that you're breathing in and it, the air feels heavy and different things like that. Well, you know, when you have plants all around your key areas. So key areas are going to be where you spend the most time. So that's going to be bedroom and also in your living room, right? I mean, these are the two places and plants all over are great. I have plants in my meditation room. In fact, I have a whole room dedicated to just breathing, you know, um, but the, uh, you know, but that's, that's where we get into just some really, really cool, cool stuff. You know, that's where we find out, you know, how does this really work, right? Take the theory and make it applicable. 
Well, with air, um, one of the things that's very important is to make sure that you have plants in these key rooms. Now, how many, right? That's always the question. I am today of the opinion that the ratio per person in these key rooms should be about 10 to one. Now, that's where I sit. So if you were to look in my bedroom, for example, I have 10 plants in my bedroom, just all over the place, you know, just all around the bed, over the bed, you know, <laughs> in different, in different locations. But with the intention of when I'm sleeping, I want to make sure I have ample oxygen available and nothing makes oxygen better than plants. Okay. Let's just be really obvious, right? Say something really obvious. So I think that's the first part of cleaning the air in your home is making sure you have life in your home that generates oxygen. So there's your plants right there. Uh, overall in uh, our home, we have, my goodness, um, it might sound like a lot. It's really not a lot. I want more. Uh, 14, we probably have about 40, 40 to 50 plants indoors. And, you know, in a, in a modest three bedroom, two bath, you know, home, you know, and I think that's, and I, and I want more, I just, it's just, it feels better when you walk in, it just, there's a different feel. Why? Because the plants are also emitting a frequency. And this is the beautiful thing about mother earth. Mother earth works at a very a much lower frequency than we do as human beings. Uh, Mother Earth works at about, I think the Schumann uh, calculations showed 7.83 hertz. So very, very slow. And that's why when you're out in nature, you feel like slowing down. When you're out in especially the forest, right? You feel like slowing down. Things are just different. And that's because there is a greater energy with all the plant life around that you are now stepping into. So it calms you down as well. So you start creating not just clean air, but you start creating clean frequency in your house. Now, along with that clean frequency, you can aid that, especially at night when you're sleeping and your body is restoring itself by turning off your router, turning off your um, internet. Why not? We turn off the lights. Why don't we turn that stuff off too? There's no reason for it to be on. What they've started doing is making all these smart devices that aren't really smart. They're just really, you know, eavesdropping on you. But they like, so keep your, keep your Wi-Fi on and everything so we can constantly be involved. Why? Turn it all off. Turn all your electronics off. Turn your phone off. I mean, we all go, well, what if somebody needs me or something like that? Okay, yeah. How many times has that happened? Right? What if what's really doing, we're being trained to ruin our own frequency? Right. So how about we get back into, you know, when I'm going to sleep, everything's off. And when I wake up, I'll turn it back on or at least put it on airplane mode or something like that. You know, I, I know the drill, but here's a cool and key thing. Make sure your phone is nowhere near your bed. Make sure your phone, which is a receiver of, of four and 5G frequencies, make sure that that receiver is at least six to 10 feet away from you. you want to talk about social distancing, six feet distancing, that's where you need to apply it. You need to make sure that your phone is away from your bed, especially your headboard. You need to make sure your phone, if you can, is in another room. For me, I always keep my phone in the bathroom 
I do, I do keep mine on in case a student calls or something like that, especially during these time where we're working with so many people who are having so many challenges. Um, but it stays in the other room. I have to get up out of bed and go into another room to get to my phone. I want it nowhere near where I'm recovering. Instead, what I have are two Schumann devices that emit a 7.83 Hertz frequency amidst all the plants that I have in the bedroom. And now what do I have? A very incredibly restful night, wonderful lucid dreams. I mean, just fantastic. I had a great dream last night about being in a uh, in a church and being in a, in a fellowship with so many people. It was just beautiful, actually just a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful dream. And, you know, but this is what can happen. This is what you, you can create for yourself, you know, by taking control of the air in your home. Now, a lot of people have central heating and air. Well, this is great. There are filters that you want to get and, and specifically rated. Now, we used to use what's called a MERV rating. A MERV rating is essentially a minimum efficiency um, rating, but now they've pretty much moved away from that into something called an FPR, which is a filter performance rating. So whatever you whatever you do, you want the higher highest really filter performance rating because it can also filter out the highest ones can filter out um, viruses. And I know people will doctorize viruses don't exist. Yes, they do. Please, we I I don't even have time or patience for that argument anymore uh, with people. Uh, but I'm sure I'm going to get into it at some point again, and I will obliterate anybody who wants to take a different point of view, as I've done several times. Um, what we want to get into though, is understanding that, Hey, we want to be able to trap the mold. We want to be able to trap, um, in the particles, the dust the dander. And, you know, we all have our, our animals we love so much. So you want a high rated one. So an FPR of uh, 10 or higher is what we recommend for cleaning your air. And then how frequently do you change your air, air filter? Well, you change it as often as you need. But uh, certainly um, within, I think, every three months is a minimum kind of thing when you're talking about it. Now, they have MERV, and the MERV is the minimum efficiency. I'm going to talk about um, the filter perf uh, performance rating because that's the one that's mostly advertised now. So just 10 plus for the FPR when you're getting your filters and when you're placing your filters and replacing them every couple of months. What are you doing? You'll see what's not going into your lungs when you look at what those filters trap. All right. And it's a great thing. Now, lastly, I'm a big believer in making sure that you have a window open, especially when you're sleeping. All right. And I know for a lot of people, especially people who live on, on the ground floor and especially folks that live alone, um, our, our seniors and, and, um, and single uh, women and especially single parents, you know, that can be really concerned. Number one, have a gun. All right. <laughs> I've got plenty. Um, I think that's a big deal in your home. But I do think you can do something really simple for your sliding glass windows. For most of them are sliding left to right. You just put a little stick, put a little piece of wood in the slot. And now the window can only open maybe an inch, two inches, but it's okay. That's all you need because you just want some airflow. You don't want stagnancy in the room. You know, we have fans that we have to keep the air circulating. Air like water likes to move. And when it doesn't, it stagnates. And when it stagnates, that's when articles build up and things like that. So it's really important. So what have we talked about? Plants, Schumann devices, right? What have we talked about with all this? We've talked about making sure 
you are creating an environment where your air is clean. Now, there's one other thing that's very important that I learned years ago. I was one years ago, I woke up, I was waking up at like three every morning, right on um, uh, liver time in the Chinese medicine system. I was waking up at like three in the morning, just with coughing, just cough, cough. And I couldn't figure out what was going on. It was just horrible. Um, and, uh, and so finally it, it, it dawned on me, maybe I have a mold somewhere. Cause one of the things I was doing living in a very dry climate, this was when I was living in, uh, in Arizona in the desert, um, is I would run a humidifier at night to try, cause I was getting a lot of little nosebleeds and stuff like that. Little, you know, dry nosebleeds in deserts, pretty common. So I wanted to, you know, make sure I had some, some moisture in the bedroom. So I would run a humidifier every night. Um, and what had happened was the humidifier with all the moisture started to create mold in the mattress. So I went and did a test on it. Um, you know, and it's something we'll probably be offering pretty soon, a screening at the energetic health Institute. It's an important one, but it came back positive for, for mold spores. And I talked to the lab and I was like, where is this? I don't have any water damage. I live in the, I live in the desert. You know, what are you talking about? How could I have mold? You know, it's a new house. I was living in a brand new house. I had just had built. And I was like, what is going on? And they were like, listen, dude, um, how about your mattress? How old your mattress? And I said, oh, well, my mattress is pretty old. So it was like eight or nine, maybe even 10 years old. They're like, well, that's a problem. I was like, yeah, that's pretty disgusting. I'm embarrassed about that, but yeah. And they said, but listen, do you have a, a, a anti-mold sheet over it? So before you put your fabric sheets, do you have something that prevents mold? I was like, no, I don't. And I was like, oh, and then the light bulb came on. And it was like, oh my God, I've just been putting humidifier in the, in the bedroom and I've just been sleeping on a mattress full of mold. And that's what it was. I took that, I went home that later that day, grabbed my mattress and threw it away and went and bought a new mattress. And guess what happened? Boop, all gone. All of the coughing gone instantly the same day. All right. So mattresses, very important, making sure that they stay dry, very important, covering them, putting them in some kind of mold resistant bag, very important, it increases the longevity of it. Just very, very important in general. And then there's one last thing you can do that's super amazing for taking this air that you've now cleaned and making it medicinal. See, that's what we're talking about here. How do we clean something and then make it medicinal? Well, that last thing you can do is now start burning organic essential oils in your house. Because when you do that, you're going to release all these wonderful terpenes. If it's lavender, you're going to release linalool. If it's uh, um, pine, you're going to release, release pinene. Just like when you're in the forest, when you, re, uh, when you do, um, uh, you know, orange or lemon, it's going to be, you know, limonene that's going to be re, uh, released. And these terpenes activate all of these wonderful neuroreceptors in our brainstem and everything. And it's just this incredible instant medicine that you're breathing in. One of the things we have to appreciate is the average person is going to breathe about 38,000 times a day. And most of that's going to be in your home. So it makes controlling that air, cleaning that air, and then making that air medicinal, something that can make you feel great and really accelerate your healing process. We'll be right back with more Looking for Healing Radio right after these messages.
was Henry Wadsworth Longfellow that said, lives of great men all remind us we can make our lives sublime and departing, leave behind us footprints on the sands of time. America Out Loud Talk Radio, the liberty and justice for all. If you're like me, you'd like life to return to some kind of normal. You're burned out on all the fear-mongering, but deep down you try and minimize viral exposure and your risk of getting sick. You've heard it talked about time and again by respected medical professionals. Use a pulvinone iodine nasal solution. I don't need to tell you just how powerful a nasal cleansing formula with xylitol, pulvinone iodine, and vitamin D3 for immune support could be. In fact, my attorney told me not to tell you. Google it and find out for yourself. Now, get yourself a bottle of American-made CofixRx nasal solution. Let's get out and live again. CofixRx.com. That's C-O-F-I-X-R-X.com. Use coupon code OUTLOUD and get 20% off. I just had a delicious drink of the most incredible water I have ever had in my life. And you know what's really cool about it, healers? I made it myself. <laughs> it's home-brewed water, I guess you can call it. Well, um, last segment, we talked about air. Now let's talk about water, right? Your body is two-thirds, three-quarters water, 66 to 75%. And then our little babies, when they first come out, are up to 85% water, right? So water is a very important nutrient, just like air is an important nutrient. I know a lot of people don't think of it like that. It's a key nutrient. So we got to make sure the air is clean. We don't want mold in the air. We don't want, you know, a whole bunch of dust particles and everything. And then we want to have plants around that are going to clean the air. And we want to have, uh, you know, plants think of them as a great fil uh, filter, right? And we want to have our air filters and our central heating and air ducts be at the right rating. So we can really, really make sure the air is quality. And then we want to put that wonderful organic you know, essential oils burning in the air. So we get these wonderful terpenes into our body every single day. This is fantastic, right? Well, we can do that same thing with the water because really all we're doing is taking what is polluted and turning it into a clean substance. So what we've learned over the years is what's in water, right? What's, what are we, what's coming out of the tap that we're so much like, hey, that's not a good thing to put in your body at all. Well, some of the things that we know can be found in the tap. Number one, anything that gets flushed down the toilet, small amounts of it are going to come back out the tap. How do we know? Most major municipalities, we're talking about most major municipality cities here, are going to do water sanitation, water cleaning. And so what you flush down the toilet is going to be scrubbed and they're going to put whatever they want in there and chemical compounds and all that to try and say that they've cleaned it. And then it's going to come back out your tap. So when you're opening up your tap, you're basically opening up, you know, toilet water. All right. I don't know how to say it any better than that, but that's essentially what's coming out of your tap. When tap water has been tested, what do we know is found in the tap water? Uh, number one, heavy metals, aluminum, um, especially nickel, um, you know, all that stuff. What else is in the tap? Well, what do people flush down their toilet? Um, a whole bunch of stuff, crap, number one. So there's going to be bacteria. I'll come back to that one. Uh, but what else? is going to come out of that tap? Well, pharmaceuticals, 
pharmaceuticals get flushed down the toilet and then they have been definitively shown for the last 20 years to be in the water. What else is in there? Glyphosate, Roundup, right? Pesticides. Okay. What else is in there? Well, um, you know, it's solvents and and really anything that can be noxious, you can find it in the water in what are called trace amounts. Amounts that they say, oh, well, that's that's small enough where it won't lead to any disease or harm. No, uh, no, no, no. We are two thirds to three quarters water. You start putting polluted water into your body and what you're going to create is a nightmare environment of trace compounds per glass into your cellular structure into your cellular environment that is ultimately going to bioaccumulate and put a tremendous amount of burden on your primary filters, your liver, your kidneys, and another filter that we don't really think of it as a filter too much, but your spleen, right? Your spleen, which is going to be your primary immune system or lymphatic filter. You're going to basically pollute your body's water. And that is going to be a big problem for you health-wise and a big problem at the cell level. Now, that's the stuff that we know is in there right off the bat, but I said bacteria too. Well, I've been studying plasmids the last couple of weeks, and this is a horrific way that they can easily genetically infect bacteria and especially E. coli and then um, yeast as well. Uh, but they can also, it's not just limited to E. coli. I mean, it's really any bacteria they can go ahead and genetically infect with these damn plasmids. And when what the plasmids are, are ways for them to convey antibiotic resistance to the bacteria. It's a way for them to deliver a weaponized payload, a weaponized DNA genetic payload into that cell so that that cell starts producing what the instructions are in that DNA code on the plasmid. So what that is for us Right now, that's the spike glycoprotein, but don't think for a minute that that's all they can do. They can put any destructive weaponized payload into that DNA and then co-opt whatever cell they want, uh, whether it's human cells, whether it's yeast, whether it's plant cells, whether it's bacteria, they can essentially make that cell that's been genetically infected produce that weaponized payload. All right. This is crazy stuff that I've been studying. So when you understand that and you understand that air is not a very viable carrier medium for these plasmids, that they really are designed to work within bacteria, um, very efficiently within bacteria, it says, well, you can't really put that in the air. You're not going to have too many bacteria floating around in the air. Um, but what you will have is you will have that delivered through the water. And that means we have to be able to get control of our water, especially at our homes where we should be drinking our water and producing and eating most of our organic meals. I hope, I hope we're making some sense here. We got to get control of this. All right. Now, uh, with plasmids, um, like I said, there are ways to deliver weaponized genetic payloads um, into different cells, our cells, our microbiome, and everything. So much so that I, it is my professional opinion that we are not experiencing shedding of spike glycoprotein. What you're experiencing when from people who've gotten the shots, the damn shots, is that the shots they've gotten have plasmids in them, uh, Pfizer, Moderna, via contamination, Johnson & Johnson, AstraZeneca, via the design of the damn shot. 
All right. The, those two platforms, there's an adenoviral vector. So an adenovirus that carries a plasmid into the cells. And then what happens is those plasmids can infect very easily um, bacteria in your body. So your microbiome. And now what they've done is weaponized your microbiome against you. So when we're talking shedding, we're not talking spike glycoprotein. What we're talking is that when somebody rubs their nose, when somebody coughs on their hand and shakes somebody else's hand, when somebody um, has anything, like we have bacteria all over us right now on the outside of us. You know, if any of that is weaponized with a plasmid, then what gets transferred from one person to another when you're at a party, when you're in a close environment, isn't a spike glycoprotein. It's that somebody transferred a bacteria to you. And that happens all the time. You can't become a hypochondriac and be afraid of that. That is going to happen. That's how it all works, right? You can't sanitize, you know, microorganisms out of existence there. We, we need them but we need them to not be weaponized. So what my opinion is, is that you're coming into contact with a weaponized bacteria, not a spike glycoprotein. And I think that's a really key thing to understand. Um, so when you go come back from a party and you're feeling a little off, yeah, you've been shed upon, but understand what was the real shedding. The real shedding was a weaponized microorganism, not spike glycoprotein. Well, what that takes us to is, okay, um, we know that I think it was 1964 with the clean water act. I think that's when the Nazis that had come into that they had brought in the United States had convinced them that, Hey, our major route of distribution is going to have to be through the, um, uh, through the waterways. So we get the federal government to get in control of all the waterways. We can put whatever we want in that water whenever we want, and we can test certain things that we're doing on huge swaths of people unknowingly, because most people are going to be exposed to tap water and get their water from their tap or go out to a restaurant and drink a beverage that has sugar in it. And where did that water come from? It came from the tap when you go to a fountain drink, right? Well, what really feeds bacteria to grow sugar? What really activates plasmids within those bacteria? Sugar. So it becomes this incredible delivery system for evil, you know, really when you, when you get right down to it. Now, what that tells us is that they have the genetic means to infect any cell type they want. We know this. They have the means to create whatever horrible bioweapon and put into that plasmid. We know this. And they also, with that plasmid, can make sure that it is antibiotic resistant on top of all that. Right. So this old all this nonsense they've been telling us for years, well, it's antibiotic resistance because so many people have we've overprescribed antibiotics, and that's why we have antibiotic resistant bacteria and everything. That's bullshit. We have antibiotic resistant bacteria because they have genetically infected bacteria with weaponized plasmids and released those globally for the last 40 years. They've been doing this. Antibiotic resistance is just proof of concept for them that they realize, oh, okay, what we're doing is working. This, these genetically uh, infected microorganisms are spreading around the world. We're spreading it through the food supply. We're spreading it through the water. Now, we know the water already is crap just from the basic stuff we know with the heavy metals and the trace amounts of, of pharmaceuticals and so forth. 
but they have control over the waterways. So why wouldn't they be able to put whatever they want in there? How do you know what's going into your water? You're not testing it every single day, right? There's a lot of trust that we've misplaced. Well, we're going to take that trust back and put that trust in ourselves. So one of the things that I did last week, you know, and this is again, inspired by Dr. Group. He was, he was really pushing for distillers. I, I was running a series of gravity filtration tests and designing a, a test for that. And, he, and I talked to him and he's like, you know, listen, I think they're okay. You know, Dr. Group is, oh, I think they're okay. You know, <laughs> he's like, doesn't want to hurt anybody's feelings, you know? And he's like, but I think you need to look at the distillers. Right. And I was just like, yep, <laughs> if you say it, I definitely got to look at it. So what we started doing was we started looking at um, a process that people can do uh, at home because I want you to be able to do this at home. So I had a question and the question was, well, how big are plasmids, right? How big are those plasmids and uh, what, and how do they, cause that's going to determine how fine the filter has to be. And I'll talk to you about this, the thought process of, of this. Well, we read something that showed uh, a it's a study from a studies called Kinetics and Mechanisms of Plasma DNA Penetration Through Nanopores by I can't pronounce her name Elizabeth something um, I can't pronounce that name um, but it says in there the super coiled double stranded 350 nanometer DNA that's very small DNA penetrates this is the plasma penetrates through 10 nanometer pores so something that's 350 nanometers in size can actually squeeze itself down to get through a 10 nanometer pore that's super tiny. Uh, the plasmids penetrate by stretching into long hair-shaped flexible macromolecule molecules. A critical pressure has to be exerted by the flow in order to stretch the plasmid. A snake-like movement with gradual pore blocking is suggested. That's a direct quote. That's a direct quote of how a 350 nanometer size plasmid can, can fit itself through a 10 nanometer pore. So now we know, okay, well, 10 nanometers is, is the size that they can get into under the most extreme situations. So I had to ask, well, what's a nanometer? How do I trans convert nanometers into microns? Well, 10 nanometers is 0.01 microns. So now that tells me what size of gravity filter we have to get. Now, Berkey filters test at 0.2 microns. So that's 20 times larger than, than we need that to be. We gotta get that smaller. So we've started looking in and researching ultrafiltration, which is starts at 0.01 microns. So we are looking at gravity filters that are ultrafiltration because that's the size that you got to get to. Nanofiltration would be even be a little bit better at 0.001 microns. And now what you know you're doing with your filtration is you are preventing plasmids from getting into the water after the filtration has occurred. And I think that's a big, big key for all of us. So what we're doing is we're, we're pioneering something that everybody can do at home for setting up is a couple hundred dollars. That's money you're going to save on all of the water you would spend on bottled water and cooking water and distilled water and all that stuff. So we're setting up a way for you at the Energetic Health Institute to set up your water to take toilet tap water and turn it into the best water you've ever had. And the three-stage process we're developing for everyone to get control of their water, just like we talked about with the air, the three-stage process is we first filter the water, the tap water, through a 
filtration device, a gravity filtration device, an ultra filtration device with the microns at the micron filter size at 0.01. Now we're pretty confident that the plasmid isn't going to be able to get through that filter. So that's really, really good. The next thing that we do is we take that water that has just been gravity filtered to get out all of the pharmaceuticals, the trace amounts, a whole bunch of the heavy metals, a whole bunch of the, um, the other chemicals that are in there. And we take that and we put it into a distiller. And now that distilled water that comes out is going to be super clean. You can taste the difference, right? That's the second stage, tabletop distillation. Again, it's only, it's not going to cost very much money, right? And this is something you run the distiller at night while you're asleep. So when you wake up, you have your water for the day ready for you. And then the last stage of this three-stage process, for those that want to embark on it, is structuring the water. So if you've done any work, you've watched what the bleep do we know, you've followed anything on Masaru Emoto, you've seen people writing words on bottles of water and putting that energy, that intention in the water. Well, there's actually structuring devices that you can purchase um, that have been tested by the Masaru Emoto Institute and certified for their ability to take water and turn it into water with crystals. All right, the organization, very similar to what Samuel Hahnemann's doing with homeopathy. He figured out how to create energy signatures in the water. That's all the crystal formations are, are energy signatures in the water. Well, you can structure that really clean water, the easiest, number one, but you can structure that water as your third stage. And now what you have going into your body is pure medicine. This is the first time I've ever had chi. All right. The first time I've ever had chi from water was doing this. And I can't believe it started out as toilet tap water. That's what's so incredible about it. So we're going to be sharing that process with you uh, in more detail, give you opportunity to, to know which companies we trust with this so that you can really feel really confident. You can be in control of your water. And here's what's cool. That water you can drink, that water you can use as herbal teas to make it even more medicinal, that water you can use as soups, that water is ready to go as water the way God intended it to be. And I think that's the magic of all of it. So folks, um, thank you so much for everything that you do for us. We really appreciate you. Just remember that the only medicine is natural medicine because natural medicine first does no harm. There's so much we have to unlearn and so much we have to now learn about how we can take control of our health. And that's cleaning. It starts with always with God. <laughs> And then it continues into cleaning our air in our homes and cleaning our water that's coming into our homes so that what's going into our body when we breathe and when we drink is true medicine the way God intended. Make sure you tune in every Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific for more Looking for Healing Radio. And until we meet again, I say to you, aloha and adios. Adios.